Psalm chapter 3. A psalm by David when he fled from Absalom his son. Yahweh, how my adversaries have increased. Many are those who rise up against me, who say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. But you, Yahweh, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry to Yahweh with my voice, and he answers me out of his holy hill. Selah. I laid myself down and slept, and I awakened, for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of tens of thousands of people who have set themselves against me on every side. Arise, Yahweh, save me, my God, for you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to Yahweh. May your blessing be on your people. Selah. This is a song, which is also a prayer, written at the time that David was running for his life. And uh, the average human being has not had to run for their life. There are certainly people running for their life right now in Europe. And uh, there, are, there are always people that have to flee for various reasons. But for you or I living in a Western nation, we've probably not known what it's like to be in a dangerous position where we had to flee. Jesus had to flee. He didn't remember it. He was a little boy, but his mum and dad took him in the middle of the night and they bolted. And if they didn't, he would have been killed. And it's happened to many people. And David here writes this prayer and a song in the middle of a dangerous situation where he, someone's trying to kill him. And not just someone, thousands, tens of thousands it said in this psalm. And it starts out by saying, oh, how my adversaries have multiplied. <laughs> There's a lot of them. And um, it's his son. Now, can you think of anything worse than your own children trying to kill you? It's no good. And um, Absalom, when we, we went through the book of uh, First and Second Samuel a couple of months ago, or last year, maybe six months ago, and um, Absalom was one of David's older children. I think he was the second or the third, third son, third son of David. There was Adonijah, Kiliab, no, Adonijah, Amnon. Amnon, Kiliab, Absalom, and Adonijah was the fourth. So he's the third son. But he was the one that a lot of commentators think was David's favorite. Now, I know technically he didn't have favorites, but he was uh, what they think is his favorite son to succeed him, or the favorite one to take the throne, because he was strong, he was confident, he was a great fighter. He was similar to David in that aspect. David was a, a much different person to Absalom in many other ways. And uh, we'll find, we'll see some of it when we get to Psalms later on. We see some, some of the Psalms later, we'll see the things he says, like, the Lord is my shepherd. He, Absalom never said stuff like that. Um, but Absalom was a great warrior and a great fighter. And, um, but when David committed his sin with Bathsheba and then covered it up by committing an even greater sin by killing Uriah, um, the consequences of that started unraveling in his own family, he ended up with four of his own sons dying, but not before some of them did crazy things, and Absalom was one of them. And this son turned against his dad, and um, it resulted in David having to flee for his life. And so David's praying this prayer. He, he knew that he did the wrong thing at that time with Bathsheba, but he knows he's still the Lord's. He's worked the, the, the issue through, 
And you've probably experienced a similar thing. We all have, where we've, we've done the wrong thing at times, we've had to work it through. The consequences are still in our lives, but now we're the Lord's again. And yet, sometimes things rise up against us. Those things could be because of the consequences of what happened before, or it could be um, something completely separate. But we could go to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. And so just because it's the consequences of his former actions doesn't mean he can't go to the Lord in prayer, and he does. He says, Lord, help me. And then several times through this psalm, it makes a statement, and then it follows it with a word, sailor. S-E-L-A-H. And this is the first time Selah appears in the whole book of Psalms. And Selah is only found in the Bible in two books, in Psalms and in Habakkuk. And it's a strange word. <laughs> it's not an English word. It's a Hebrew word. So every now and then when, you, when translators are translating, they come across a Hebrew word. And instead of trying to find the, the English word for it, they just write the, the Hebrew word in. Selah is one of those. It's just written straight in as it would be if you said it in Hebrew. And there's another one, an even more famous one, hallelujah. Hallelujah is a Hebrew word, and it means praise the Lord. But every time we see hallelujah in the Psalms, well, not every time maybe, but very often it's, it's just hallelujah because we're used to that word from church. So it's become a part of our language. Well, Selah is a word like that. It's, it's become a part of our language, but it's kind of become English because there wasn't an easy way of explaining what it meant. The, I'll re read what I've got written here. The exact meaning of sailor is unknown or not universally agreed about. Many people think it's a musical term. So I studied music for many, many years, and there are lots of musical terms, especially Italian words. Words like uh, ritardando or ritenuto, you're playing a song and you might see a word like that and you know it means slow down. Or there might be a word like tacit. You might have a band playing and you see the word tacit written in the music and it might mean that one instrument keeps going but all the other instruments stop. So it could be like a bass. You could have a song playing and suddenly there's a tacit and the bass, boom, 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 boom. And then all the rest of the jazz band will come back in. So that's a tacit. These are musical instructions. Well, some people have said that, that sailor is a musical instruction. You know what, it probably is. But what it has come to represent is the idea of stop, of taking a moment to pause and think about what was just said. I actually wonder whether it's both of those things. I actually wonder whether in the music, as it was being played, there'd come a moment where the singing stopped the music continued, and in that instrumental period, people would contemplate what was just sung. So I wonder if it's that's where we get that idea from. So as we're going through the Psalms, we're going to encounter this sailor any number of times. And I'm going to read to you just one of the examples here. It says here, I cried to Yahweh with my voice, and he answers me out of his holy hill, sailor. So at that point, we would, you know, the people singing the song would be, would be, quiet, they would contemplate that the Lord hears our prayers. Have you ever stopped to contemplate the idea that God hears our prayers? What a bizarre idea. The God of the universe who made all things listens to us. Sailor. It's a crazy thought. <laughs> and uh, he answers too, not just listens. That's a crazy thought. Later on in this psalm, it says that he answers out of his holy hill. 
which we find out later on in the New Testament, is the church. Zion is the church. The holy hill is the body of Christ. So no matter what the answer is, the Lord, no matter what the problem is, the Lord hears. In the case of David and Absalom, David fled from Absalom. He prayed this prayer, which turned into a song. He cried out to the Lord, but, and the Lord did answer him. The Lord delivered him, but it wasn't instant. It was a process that took time. And uh, that's often the way of the Lord. And the Lord often doesn't give us an instant answer because he works an answer out so that in the process, he's also working on us. The Lord's much more interested in changing us than in changing our circumstances. But we're interested in changing our circumstances. So as we cry to the Lord, he uses our circumstances to bring about change in us, which is far better. So, Lord, we pray that you would change us. Thank you for this psalm when David fled from Absalom, and we thank you that you are God who hears and answers prayer. That's wonderful. Amen. Amen.